Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. More Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Well, if you like betting, you've come to the right place. It is the BetQL Network, and we've got some action tonight in the NFL kicking off soon. Is the Titans at the Jaguars. Both these teams need to win. The winner gets in. The Jaguars, if they lose and a bunch of other crazy stuff happens, they could still get in the back door of the playoffs. But the Titans need to win to get in right now. They're about a touchdown underdog on the road in Jacksonville. We are here talking fighting with you where the scene is Washington, D.C., where Tank Davis, Gervonta Davis, is a minus 1,400 favorite BT. Coming in tonight against Hector Luis Garcia, right now around a plus 800. You know that I think Tank's a little overrated. You also know I like playing an underdog. Is Luis Garcia my play tonight? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't throw a lot on it. I would, but if you want to, if you want to just do it because, you know, boxing odds are crazy. And, you know, last year was, there was a lot of upsets. I mean, we had a, we had a ton over a 12 month span. I don't know if this is the one. I think for a couple of reasons, one, Hector Luis Garcia does like to brawl. Um, and while, you know, the Isak Cruz thing, I know will always kind of stick in your head as like one of those fights where you're like, ah, I wasn't that impressed with the guy. It's a different matchup. Like in this one tanks almost more in his natural state. Cause Isak's, you know, probably one of the few boxers who's actually shorter than tank. And, you know, tank loves, you know, unloading that uppercut on guys. Uppercut. So if they are going to be in a, a place where they're fighting in a phone booth. He's going to go to his signature shot, and I think that could be trouble for Hector Luis Garcia in this one. Um, but he is durable. He is tough. Um, is it crazy to think he could go and 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 get to the distance in this one? I think I think he's game enough for that. I think he surprised a lot of people, but I don't I don't know if he's got the skills to beat to beat Gervonta. It just feels like when we get this, both guys coming in unbeaten type thing. It's hard to judge them, so you got to look at who they fought. And you and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday off air. I don't know that Gervonta Davis has really fought anybody yet. And that'll lead us into, is he going to get Ryan Garcia after this? But it just feels like the slow roll has been long enough at this point for Tank. Yeah, and I think, well, to his credit, I think he knows that. And, you know, he is now away from Floyd Mayweather, who was running his the early part of his career, or, you know, the the, the start of his career, the first 27 fights, you know. He always had Floyd by his side. They had kind of a tumultuous relationship that's finally, you know, broken off. And now he's going off and doing his own thing. And I think that's why 
he uh, he wanted to get big fights right away. And, uh, and uh, you know, him at Media Day down here in Miami not too long ago was talking about that, that he wants to do, you know, nothing about these blockbuster fights because he doesn't want to do this too much longer. He's not a guy who wants to stick around until he's 40. And his pay-per-view sales haven't really matched what he has done in live gate. So I think he wants to get some really bankable fights. And Ryan Garcia is a fight that I think a lot of people think he'll, he's probably the favorite in that he'd win. Um, but it's also a blockbuster fight because they're both very, very popular fighters. Yeah, can you imagine all the money you would end up getting on that fight? Like, we talk about super fights being both guys got have to have the belt at the time, but goodness gracious, this is one that everybody wants because in boxing, the problem, it wasn't just Pacquiao Mayweather that was late to the party. It was a fight that everybody was talking about for years. That's typical of boxing. In fact, as a fight fan, that's my biggest problem in boxing is we got Diaz McGregor in their prime. We got Diaz McGregor, too in their prime right we got john jones and dan Cormier. like we, we get all the best guys fighting in their prime and that's what our promotion that's what the ufc is all about and it feels like boxing just waits and waits and waits so i hope in the case of ryan garcia and tank davis they get it on not soon but next like it's it, it needs to happen next yeah and they've i mean unless something happens where like gervonta loses tonight then that would mess it up but they've already agreed to it like that fight was agreed to before this one was so there seems no reason why it wouldn't. Um, I would say if it doesn't, that would be more of a Ryan Garcia probably pulling out more than anything. But you're right. Look, man, like tonight is a if you're going to spend seventy dollars on a pay per view for Javante Davis tonight, you know you're going to get a lot of names. Like you got Jerron Boots Ennis, one of the brightest young welterweights fighting tonight. You got Demetrius Andre, the former middleweight champion of the world. But like we always do these this show, and people will know well, the odds that we talk about. It's pretty lopsided when we're doing a UFC fight and somebody's minus 400 or something like that. Like, that's a pretty yeah. – st- like, you look at tonight, Javante Davis, he's a minus 1,600 favorite. Boots Ennis, minus 4,500. Demetrius Andre, minus 3,000. And that, like, you're paying for names, but you're not exactly, uh, you know, according to the bookmakers, paying for very competitive fights. Like, Javante's out of those, like, top three billings. His is the closest in odds, uh, and he's minus 1,600 tonight. So – that's another thing is you, you always want to have these uh, these fights if you feel like you're forking over a lot of money that you're paying for something that is going to be competitive. Although with Javante, you know, obviously you're tuning in a little bit for the highlight reel factor. Hopefully he gets a, a cool knockout a la like Deontay Wilder. I know that's the plan that you just confirmed that Tank Davis next is going to fight Ryan Garcia. And that's the one that I look forward to. But didn't we just see Crawford Spence like signed, sealed and delivered less than a year ago and then it didn't happen. So it just feels like it's always a slippery slope. Is that one that we are going to see this year? I have my doubts. I think that that are you is serious? one. That's yeah, what I'm saying. My... Let's get this on. Why yeah, can't they well, figure like, this out? I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have happened. They would have agreed to it. And now they're in the spot where, you know, they had this other fall apart. They had an ugly uh, dust up with all these negotiations on Twitter and all that stuff. And nobody cares about that. Like, we just want to see the fights. And for these two guys, you know, I think people are going to get exhausted with it because they're not as famous as they think they are. You know, none of these guys are Floyd Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao level of popular. You can't just put them on a pay-per-view against anybody and they're going to do a good amount of pay-per-view business. They're not Canelo Alvarez. They're not in that realm. They're not in that scope. So in a lot of ways, they are, are disrespecting the fan base because it's like, hey, you know, you can't just keep feeding us crap with these opponents you guys pick and think we're going to just tune in for everything you're not i mean you know people may find ways to buy the fight or find the fights but they're not going to pay for the fights 
Um, and then you have a guy like Jerron Ennis who's fighting for the interim title tonight, and he's up and coming and probably the next guy in line. Um, and, and so that could, you know, if Jerron has anything to say about it, he might just swoop in there and, and, and take all the belts from, from those guys anyway. Well, you know, it's a great way to build up your name and your resume. Fight each other if you're Crawford and Spence. And you're the boxing geek in the room, so you tell me. Yeah, they're not as popular, but when it comes to ability, last time I checked, both these guys are top five pound for pound in the world right now, right? Yeah, certainly. But it's been, you know, a top five, uh, you know, top five annoying storylines of, hey, when are they going to fight? Because it feels <laughs> like we've been talking about it for years now. And, then you know, like, all right, we'll hear you out when it's Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather don't want to fight each other and Floyd could still fight somebody and get a million pay-per-view buys or Manny Pacquiao can fight somebody and get 500,000 pay-per-view buys. These guys are fighting people and they're getting 10,000 pay-per-view buys. Like nobody is forking over the money. I don't understand it. I don't understand the business model boxing goes through. It's part of the thing that Dana White always scoffs at with the sport. Like I don't know where all this money is coming from to pay these guys for these crap fights and these and these and these performances nobody cares about. And they, they make the fights more interesting on social media than they do actually in the ring. So that's where if Javante Davis does come through with this Ryan Garcia fight and they actually come through with it with, you know, none of them really like getting to the top of the mountain of their divisions yet. You know, credit to them because they're making a fight that fans want to see. It's competitive. It's not necessarily for the championship of the world, but that is not what people are interested in. They want to see the they want to see the star studded matchups of guys who are knockout artists. Talk a little boxing with my co-host, Brendan Tobin. Let's get it on. Rest in peace to the great Mills Lane. I'm the sports yeah. machine, Sean Levine. Uh, you mentioned Canelo there real quick. Do you think 2022, really, the end of 2021 and all of 2022 was maybe the beginning of the end for Canelo? And I'm not saying that he's done, but we didn't really see any slowdown throughout his entire career. Do you think that's what we're seeing now? Uh, it's possible. I think he just he also may just bit off a little bit more than he can chew. Like, look, he's always been a guy who's had trouble with the slick boxers, whether it be Floyd Mayweather or his Larry D. Lara, Austin Trout. And now you go against the guy in Dimitri Bivol, who's not only a slick boxer, but he's bigger than him, um, where he probably should have just stuck around with PBC and fought guys like Jamal, Jamal Charlo and David Benavidez, action fighters. That kind of plays into him. That plays into his strength. And so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where does he go, uh, next for his does he want to fight that bevel uh, again dimitri bevel again and get that rematch or you know does he let it just lie and and you know let his greatness speak for himself and forget about because i don't know how another match against bevel goes i feel like it's probably going to go the same for my you know styles make fights feels like a nightmare style matchup for for canelo oh bevel was beating him up man like that wasn't that wasn't even close at all that was an absolute one-sided fight all right, let's kind of go through some of these other fighters that people care about and tell me what's up with them in 2023. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury had those two big, huge fights in the last couple of years with Deontay Wilder. And then, I mean, last time out, I don't know how many people were watching it. What's the plan? What's all the big boys? What's the plan for him? What's the plan for Usyk? What's the plan with these guys going forward? Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived! 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, it seems like we are getting a lot of momentum towards Usyk and Tyson Fury fighting probably in March or April. It sounds like it's probably going to be somewhere in Saudi Arabia. Um, so they'll be fighting and that'll be cool. Cause we're going to have an undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, theoretically, uh, unless somebody like drops a belt for some political reason, or they don't want to pay the sanctioning fee, but that will, you know, be for, you know, the heavyweight crown, uh, Wilder is an interesting one. Uh, it seems like we've had some buzz about him fighting Andrew Ruiz, uh, Wilder winning his comeback fight Ruiz winning recently over Luis Ortiz. So I would say both of those guys are probably fighting for who gets the chance at the belt next. And then the other big guy who's out there is Anthony Joshua, who obviously has some uh, rebuilding to do for his career. So the buzz on him recently is, you know, wants a tune-up fight. He's been looking for a new camp. There's talk of him maybe moving over to America to train. And, uh, you know, he probably needs, I'd say, a couple of wins. Uh, probably one win to set up maybe a wilder fight, let's say, if like Usyk and Tyson Fury are, are in a series. Um that could be next. So I'd say like, look for him against somebody not that thrilling the first time around this year. And then maybe later on the year, getting a Deontay Wilder fight uh, or Andy Ruiz that, that rematch of course has some juice to it as well. Still. It just feels like it's been the same dudes at the top now for a minute. Right. When it comes to like, it was, well, I guess it was like someone new to the party the last what year, year and a half. But besides that Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, I mean, we've been talking about these dudes now for a minute, speaking of a minute, that's all we got left. So be quick. Uh, what's up with Triple G in 2023? Uh, I don't know. Retirement? Like, it's, you know, he got his, you know, his last fight around with Canelo. I don't know really what's left for Triple G. He certainly has looked very old his last couple times around. So, I'd say, uh, you know, maybe there's some young up-and-comer that a promoter wants to throw just to get the name of Triple G against his guy. But as far as him as an actual contender, those days seem up. I don't know, man. Manny Pacquiao just signed with Ryzen. So, like, just these guys just live on forever. Uh, that's it for the boxing, at least for now. Coming up next, BT and I lace up the gloves, and we're going to fight each other. Don't go anywhere. You're going to love it. Two guys fighting on your radio. You're locked in to the BetQL Network.